Welcome to Inspiration Rising. I'm your host, David Trotter, and we're here to inspire you to rise up in your life, love, and leadership. Before we get to our guest today, have you joined the Inspiration Rising Insiders Facebook group? It's where all the cool kids are hanging out, I'll tell you. I post all kinds of updates on the podcast, inspiring content, I'll do live videos, and it's only for Inspiration Rising Facebook group insiders. That's right. Search on Facebook, Inspiration Rising Insiders, or you can click on the link in the show notes. If you're on an iPhone, you can just swipe up and you'll see all the show notes right there. Well, hey, today I want to introduce you to Crystal Payne. She is a rock star. She's the founder of MoneySavingMom.com, host of the Crystal Payne Show podcast, New York Times bestselling author of Say Goodbye to Survival Mode, and author of the book Money Saving Mom. Now, Crystal started MoneySavingMom.com back in 2007. She was seeking to provide practical strategies to help women cut their grocery bill and live on less than they make. It has grown to be one of the top personal finance blogs on the web. She averages 1.5 million unique users per month. That website, if you haven't been to it, is out of control with how many resources they provide. It is a black hole of beautiful, amazing money tips. I mean, you can get lost in that thing forever. You By the time you get done, you're making money. I mean, she gets, she's got so many amazing tips. So in this episode, you're going to learn how Crystal feeds her family of five for $70 a week or less. That is crazy. The top areas where you can cut costs for your family, and she shares a link at the end of the podcast on specifically how you can save $50 on your grocery bill this week. You do not want to miss that link because uh, she'll give you some free resources. So let's jump into my conversation with Crystal Payne. Crystal, thank you so much for taking time to hang with me today. I'm so excited to talk about money, one of my favorite topics. Well, not only money, but saving money. That's the key. Yes. Tell me, why are you so passionate about cutting expenses and saving money? Well, so my husband and I got married over 16 years ago, and we had set this audacious goal that he was going to go through law school and we were going to stay out of debt. And we both come from families who really modeled wise money management for us. And my parents actually paid off their house, I think when I was about seven years old, and then they saved up. We sold the house that we were living in, moved out to the country in this construction trailer that did not have air conditioning. It didn't have an oven. And um, we lived in there for a number of months while my dad was the general contractor and we built a house debt-free. And so watching my parents make those financial decisions and seeing how staying out of debt and being wise with their money gave them the ability to be able to give more generously. And then it also took out the stress that finances can cause on marriage. And so that really was the catalyst for my husband and I to say, you know, we want to stand on their shoulders and we want to take this even further. And so let's set this audacious goal for him to go through law school debt-free. And then that then catapulted us into setting a goal to pay cash for our first house. And um, so just as I've been sharing that journey online, just realizing that when people are intentional with their finances, it makes such a difference. And we can make such a difference in the world when we have our finances in order. So when you say you paid cash for your first house, are we talking about like a single wide trailer here? Like what what are we talking about? Are we talking about an RV? Um, so when my husband, he did go through law school debt-free and, and we were just, it was so exciting for us to have that happen. And then that just 
inspired us, okay, let's take this you know, next step. Our big goal was to pay cash. And so we decided that we were going to live on a very small income. When he was in law school, we were living on about $12,000 to $20,000 a year. And so then after he was outside of law, out of law school and he graduated and got a better job, and I had started some online business stuff, our income significantly increased. Well, for us, it felt like it had significantly increased. You were rich. Yes. It was like, oh my word, we're making you $36,000 a year. And um, so we realized if we just continue to live on very little, we're able to save and set aside. And so we just started saving really aggressively. And we had set a goal that within five years, we could pay cash for it starter home in Kansas, which um, starter homes, you can find a decent starter home for about a hundred to $120,000. That is great. Wow. Okay. So we're talking to a lot of moms today and they're saying this feels overwhelming. You know, I went to your website uh, the last week and I've spent quite a bit of time over the last week and it's like a massive black hole of saving money. I mean, there are so many resources. It is so rich with, I, I just got in the clicking trail. You, you pulled me in. So what are the top areas where a family can cut expenses pretty significantly, like right off the bat, if this is something new for them? So I always say to start with groceries, just because everyone has to eat. Everyone has to buy groceries. And so that is a way for a mom to find some big wins and to then be inspired and motivated to look for other ways to save. So um, I encourage people not to try to overhaul the grocery budget overnight because what's going to happen is if you say, we're going to cut our grocery bill by 50%, you're going to crash and burn in about four to six weeks or earlier. And so I say, start with saying, we're going to shave off one to 3% every single month. And it's not going to feel all cool and fun and exciting. But if you consistently do that over the course of 10 months and 20 months, you will have shaved so much off your grocery bill and you won't even have noticed that you've done it. Now, as you have been sharing this for a long time, what are the primary objections that people start to bring up to you when when you bring a message like you just shared? I can't do that. You don't understand. Um, We eat gluten-free. We live way out in the country. I have five teenage boys. Um, My husband would never eat beans and rice, you know, on and on and on and on. And I found that people are so quick to make objections because they don't want to change their life. So if you can say, I can't do that, then you don't have to step back and say, well, what can I do? So maybe you can't cut your grocery bill by 40% because you live in Alaska or you live somewhere where groceries have to be flown in by helicopter, but you can do something. And so I try to really challenge people, stop focusing on what you can't do and let's become really creative with what you can do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about grocery shopping then. Because this is where you want us to focus right off the bat. What are what are my first steps? I know you got a lot of resources on your website, so we're going to point people to that. But help us out today. If there were just a couple things that I could do this week, where would you want me to begin? So I always tell people to start with the budget. And I know that's like, oh man, can't we do something fun? I don't want to do budgeting. But if you don't know how much you're spending, you're not going to know if you're actually saving money. So start with the reality of how much are you actually spending. And if you can, you know, if you use a credit card or a debit card that you can go back and look, how much have you actually spent at the store over the last three to four months? And 
pay attention to that. It might be scary. It might really discourage you, but at least you have a starting point to say, okay, we're spending X amount on groceries every single month right now. How much is that per week? Okay. Let's set up a realistic grocery budget based upon those numbers that we're going to say, we're going to try to cut just a little bit off of that this month. So start with knowing your numbers. And then the second thing that I encourage people to do. Yes. Real quick, because knowing your numbers, you're saying grocery budget, but I'm wondering how many people, I mean, I live in Southern California where that budget might be small and the big budget is eating out actually. Yes. And so you, it depends upon, you know, every family is different and people are like, well, should it include all my food or not my food, you know, and not food that, you know, somebody else makes for me or whatever. And so you have to figure out what works for you. So if it's easier for you to say all the food that we eat, then go for that. But for some people, just starting with groceries might be a great place. And then next, you know, in four months from now, you're going to say, okay, now we're going to actually have an eating out budget and a grocery budget. And we're going to pay attention and look for how we can shave our eating out budget down a little bit and get creative with there. And maybe you will have learned some things with trying to cut your grocery bill that you're like, oh, well, if I would make two more dinners at home every week, we could actually save $40 or more than that. And so I feel like when you start with things that are going to give you big wins, then it's going to motivate you. And it's going to be that kind of progressive thing of all of a sudden you get super excited. Well, what else can we save? What else can we do? Where else can we cut so that we can then pay off debt or and be able to save for something to stop having to just live on credit? And it just will get you excited and motivated. So step number one, look at how much you're spending. And that's the first step. Look at that budget amount. Yes. And then step number two is going to be, I want you to plan a menu and you can, as part of planning that menu, you could say, okay, we're going to eat out three times this week, you know, plan that in. And if you want to include that in your budget or have that as a separate budget, that's up to you. What works for you. We actually keep it as a separate budget just because we are a lot of times very creative with how we do that. And we're looking for deals. And so we just keep it as a separate budget, but So plan your menu. So then you have a plan, you know what you're going to eat, because if you don't know what you're going to eat, you're going to eat, but you're probably going to spend top dollar for that. So when you have a plan and you work the plan, it's going to save you money. Okay. So number one, know my budget. Number two, plan my meals. Now there are lots of meal planning uh, things out there. Um, You offer some meal planning options as well. Is that correct? Yeah. So one of them that I really love for just busy families, if you don't want to plan your menu, I typically have always planned my menu and it's going to be cheaper to do that. If you do it yourself, it's always cheaper, but if you don't have time and you're like, I'm not going to plan a menu unless somebody does it for me. One that I love is um, Eat at Home Cooks, and they offer four different menu plan services for one price. So you're going to get access to a traditional menu plan, a um, wholesome, which is more whole foods, a no sugar, no flour menu plan, and then a crock pot, Instapot menu plan. I love the crock pot, Instapot menu plan because you can literally put dinner in the crock pot in the morning before you head out the door. And then when you get home, dinner is done. So you can just basically sit down and eat. So that is a a great service. If you feel like I need someone to do it for me. So you're going to get all those menu plans. You're going to get a color coded grocery list and they have a small family and a large family menu plan. So if people are interested in this and they want to kind of see how this works. I actually have a series where I show you um, how this has worked for us. I show you the menu plan. I show you the grocery list so you can get a really good idea. And so if you go to crystalpain.com forward slash, now I have to think what this is. Um, I'm trying to remember. 
Uh, I think it's eat at home. Yes, I will. I will make sure. I'm pretty sure it's crystalpain.com forward slash eat at home. Um, and that will, that's a free thing that you can sign up for, for you'll get five days and you can kind of see how that menu plan works. So they're not sending you the money or they're not sending you the money. They're not sending you the food. They're giving you a list and helping you put that recipe together so yes. that you can make it. It's kind of like get your pretty on who we just interviewed Allison Lombatis. Same I love thing. her. Yes. And I know my you. outfit today, which is, um, part of her spring capsule wardrobe. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So similar thing, but now with food. Okay, good. Uh, so, all right. What other tips would you give us? I've got a budget. I'm planning my meals. Now, what's next? Okay, so then that's where it starts to get exciting. So you've put the foundation in place, and then you get to start building the walls and doing the decor and all the fun stuff, which is you're going to start figuring out, okay, how do I love to save money? What works for me? So I would start paying attention to what stores do you have in your area? You might only, you know, you might live in a really rural area and you only have one store. Well, then that's going to limit what you're going to do. And so instead of you learning how to use digital coupons, or instead of you learning how to get deals at the drugstore by playing what we call the drugstore game, which is using cash, um, cash back and rebates to do that. You're just going to say, I'm going to start planning a menu based upon what's on sale and based upon what is inexpensive. So instead of choosing meals that have all these inex, um, all these expensive ingredients, you're going to stick with that. But if you live in an area that has more options, then I would encourage you to just slowly start exploring those options and think outside the box. It might be looking at a dollar store. It might be looking at a scratch and dent store. It might be looking at, um, like I get grocery deals at big lots. Um, so it might be an Asian market. So just slowly start paying attention to what your options are. And then I encourage you to pick one or two or three that you're like, this is what I'm going to go with because this is what works for me. Maybe it's on your way going somewhere every single week. So it's really easy for you to just run in there and buy groceries Um, and then stick with those and then figure out how to work the system for those grocery stores because every grocery store has different things. Some of them have digital coupons. Some of them have um, different rebate programs. Some of them have different things where you can use um, printable coupons plus digital coupons. And so learning the system at your grocery store store will help you to save a lot of money. And are you suggesting that I find out what's on sale first and then plan my menu or do I go buy the things that's on that are on sale and then plan, like you know what I mean how do I know what to plan if I don't know what's on sale or or so forth. So this is a great question and I really think that it depends upon your personality. It also depends upon your store and I encourage people before you ever try to do this is more like an advanced level type of thing. Start with the basics. Make sure you're sticking with that budget and you are planning a menu and you feel really confident in that. Once you've gotten that, then you can plan your meals based upon what is on sale at the store by going to your store's website before you plan your menu or while you're planning your menu and you see what is on the homepage of the store's website. Typically what is on the homepage of their flyer, what's advertised is what is called a loss leader. And that means that they are taking a loss to get you into the store. So you're going to want to kind of game the system by stocking up on those things so that you are getting your items, you know, 50% off or even less than that. You're planning your menu based upon what a meat or what other items you produce is on sale at the loss leader. So then you are able to really save money. So then there's, you could take it even more advanced and you can do kind of what I do, which is I call reverse meal planning. So I actually don't plan a menu based upon what is on sale at the store. I buy what is marked down and what is on a great sale. 
every week. And then I plan my menu based upon what I already have. So usually when I go to the store, I'm, yeah, I'm going to buy some fruit and I'm going to buy some milk. And, you know, sometimes I'll have to pick up a few other things, but by and large, I'm planning our menu based upon what I already have in the cupboards, what I already have in the freezer, what I already have in the fridge. And so then because I've gotten those items that I have at rock bottom prices. So we're talking, you know, maybe it was free. Maybe I even got paid to buy it or it was for sure 50% off. Then I'm always saving so much on our grocery bill, but we're also able to have a lot of variety. So we stick with a $70 grocery budget and we eat really well on that $70 because I'm probably getting, you know, three fifty dollars to $400 worth of groceries a lot of weeks for $70 because I'm buying the things when they're on their lowest price, when they're marked down, and I'm stacking coupons and rebates with them. How many meals does that $70 purchase? Are you eating breakfast at home, lunches for the kids, and how many nights are you eating at home on that? So typically, we are eating at home every night but one on rare exceptions that, but typically we only eat out once a week. Um, and we plan that in, um, our budget and our meal plan, like I talked about. Um, but then my kids do, they have a few lunches at school, but for the most part, they're bringing their lunches and, um, breakfast are at home. So it's most all of our meals for our family of five on that $70 a week. Okay. So here's one of the big, the biggest objections I know that you hear. And, uh, I work for myself from home. I'm hustling. I'm making things happen with, uh, you know, my businesses. My wife is a full-time kindergarten teacher. We have a 19-year-old daughter, 16-year-old son. They both live at home. My wife, um, like for her to talk, you know, for us to talk through this, the, the issue is time, right? I mean, so many people must bring to you the issue of time. This feels so overwhelming, Crystal. Are you kidding me? How much time am I going to have to spend to do this? Well, and that's the thing where I really encourage people when you are thinking of any type of money saving tactic, you think about how much you're saving per hour. So when I go to the grocery store, I'm typically saving at least 40 to $50 per hour by going to the store. And that's tax-free money too. So if you think about what's a good hourly wage for you, is it worth it for you to invest 30 minutes to save $25? If it's not, you know, if you're making $500 an hour or something, maybe that's not worth it. And maybe it'd be better for you to focus on just making more money and you go get those, go out to eat every, you know, every meal. But for a lot of families, if they can invest one to two hours per week and it can save them 50 to to $100 per week, that is worth a lot of time. money, right? Yeah. So I always think about how much am I saving per hour? And I, I was just talking about this the other day when people are saying, you should garden. And I'm like, I did the math on gardening. <laughs> and by the time I would plant, you know, buy the stuff, plan the garden, plant the stuff, um, water, weed, you know, harvest, all this... I would probably be saving about $2 an hour and that's just not worth my time. And so if you love gardening and that's something you're passionate about and you want to do that, great. But if you're just doing it to save money, make sure that it's actually saving you money. Focus on the big wins, not on the little small things, unless you just don't have any money and you've got a lot of time. And then your nails are going to be all jacked up. I mean, come on, who has time to garden? I have to take two showers a day. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What about health and beauty and like household supplies. Because I know this whole thing that you're calling the drugstore game is really fascinating. Help people, give people a little taste of that. 
Yes. So there, it used to be really amazing and they've kind of cracked down as people got really good at the system. Um, because when we were first, when my husband was in law school, I discovered the drugstore game. And at that point they had no limits. So every week at CVS, you could literally go in and you could buy, like, let's say it was toothpaste. You would buy the toothpaste and then it would print out what was called this extra care box. It was this reward that you could use like cash the next time you went to shop. So you would spend $2.99 for the tube of toothpaste and then you would get $2.99 back. And you could do that as many times for as many tubes of toothpaste they had on the shelf. And no one else had discovered this at the store. So I was the literally the only one who was doing it. And um, so then I would use coupons, like there would be a 75 cent off coupon. So I would use a coupon to then also, um, when I bought the the toothpaste, so then I would be making money every time because I just roll this. Well, then also there would be coupons that would print from their store coupon machine that sometimes would be like $5 off a $15 purchase. So I'm just going in there and I'm getting $50 worth of stuff every single week. I may be spending 27 cents and I just keep increasing. We got thousands of dollars worth of stuff. We literally... Um, had amassed a hundred tubes of toothpaste that I'd gotten paid to to get every single one of them, and I sold them at a garage sale and then made money on them as well. So um, the system doesn't work like quite like that anymore. They do have limits; they've gotten smart, um, but you can with Walgreens and Rite Aid and CVS. Every week, they're going to have certain things that if you buy them, you're going to get some type of rebate back. And you can also use coupons with this as well. And then sometimes they will have a $5.20 coupon that you can as well stack. So it's it's more complicated. It's more complex. It's for people who love strategy and they want to have, you know, some, they make this their hobby, but there is ways that, you know, this will be um, a lot of times it's the hygiene products. It'll be makeup and hair products. And sometimes the higher end products, but there are ways that you can really get it for pennies on the dollar if you're really smart with how you do that. So when I was a kid, the main big box store was Kmart. Okay. Blue light special. You're probably not old enough for this, but they actually had a blue light. It's worth, you know, woo, woo, woo. people would literally run to that section of the store in order to see what the blue light special was and then buy it. Of course, you know, it's just, uh, uh, fear of missing out, right? They're going to get there. Kmart is so uncool in our area. Nobody goes to Kmart. The thing, I can't even believe the thing's open. Everybody goes to Target. Are there even Kmarts? Didn't they close a whole bunch of them? I didn't they even did. know places have Kmart yes, anymore. <laughs> I know. There's still a Kmart near us. And they have an app where they're constantly giving, like spend $50, get $25 back in cash or something like that. And so I'm not a big saver like you are. I'm inspired by this though, you know? And so for me, it became a game of, you know, I'd tell my wife, look at this. They're giving us money to go shop there. This is crazy. I can't believe they're actually doing this. We bought Christmas gifts there for like kids, toys. It's the same toy, okay? Nobody has to see me going into Kmart. I'm not gonna be embarrassed here, right? Or, you know, household supplies, whether it's toilet paper or whatever. So I, I get what you're going. I get where you're going here. Um, now. You have a lot of resources on your website, but I know you've got one that's just come out that I think would be really helpful for people. Tell us a, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So for people who are just getting started with this and they're like, can you just give me some tangible, practical ways that I can cut my grocery bill today, this week? So I have this freebie that you can download that it's called 10 ways to save $50 on your grocery budget this week. And so I'm going to walk you through some of my top 10 tips. Some of them are ones 
like the budget, but other ones are really outside the box of how I use swag bucks and earn free Amazon credit to buy groceries, things like that, um, so that you can get free groceries. So some tips like that. So if you go to moneysavingmom.com forward slash grocery budget, you can download that completely free. Great. Moneysavingmom.com forward slash grocery budget. 10 ways to save 50 bucks every week. That is awesome. Well, Crystal, I'm inspired. Like you've got me wanting to save money now. I eat out all the time. My goodness. What am I going to do? You're, you're, you're going to, I don't know what you're doing to me. You're changing my life. You're, I don't know. And then you give, and not only did you buy cash for a, you, you bought a house for cash. What the heck? Did you just show up with like a thing of ones or something like piggy <laughs> yeah, bank? So it, was, or? it was really funny. Cause so when we ended, when we ended up um, paying cash for our first house, we've since then we um, upgraded and we bought multiple houses. But anyway, um, when we did the first time, it was so funny because they were like, wait, hold up. We don't have to work with the bank. We don't have to even worry about the lender thing. They were so confused. They couldn't figure out how to have this transaction happened, but we were just laughing because we drove our old van there, this clunker, and we drove to our new house that we paid cash for. And we were just laughing because I'm like, this is how it goes. You know, we prioritize the house and eventually we're going to get a new van, but priorities people and it's okay. You know, you can drive that clunker car till it can't be drove, driven anymore. And, but it, there's something about there, it was really fulfilling to work so hard for a goal, to live so frugally for so long. We learned so much about contentment too, because now that our income has changed significantly, um, we still are just, we're just happy with little because we learned that stuff isn't what equal, excuse me, stuff isn't what equals happiness. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I love that. Well, Crystal, thank you for just all that you're doing. You're making a huge difference in families' lives. And I just appreciate that. And I love your energy and passion for helping us save money. So thank you. You're so welcome. I feel like I have the best job in the world because I get to do something that I'm so passionate about and help families. And I get to stay at home with my kids too. Well, be sure to check out moneysavingmom.com forward slash grocery budget. That's moneysavingmom.com forward slash grocery budget, and you'll get the free resource on how you can save $50 a week on your grocery budget. Hey, if you enjoyed this conversation, why don't you tell a friend what you learned? You know, by sharing your learnings, you're actually solidifying them in your mind and your heart, and you'll be more likely to integrate them into your life right away. And the second thing I'd ask of you is, would you mind leaving a quick review? That's how we kind of spread the word about uh, the goodness of what's going on here at Inspiration Rising. So open up your Apple Podcast app or whatever app you're using, click a few stars, and leave a couple of sentences about your favorite episode. That would really mean a lot to me. All right. Hey, as you go about your day, I want you to know that you are loved first and foremost, and that I believe in you and that all things are possible. I believe that for you. No matter what you're going through right now in life, know that you're not alone and we're standing with you. There's a community that's being developed around Inspiration Rising and we stand with you and believe the best for you. All right, talk to you next time.